One of the biggest realizations I've had over the past six years is that we can believe anything that we want. You're listening to episode 85 of Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. And I'm going to go in a little bit deeper into this today, and this might be a little bit longer little intro before the music comes, right? Because this is so important about the power of our beliefs. And there are no restrictions on what we're allowed to believe. No one can actually tell us what we can and can't think. I think this is ultimately the biggest freedom that we have. People can do countless different things to us, but they can't really tell us what we can make it mean. They can't tell us how it should feel emotionally. And this realization is what began my journey to alcohol freedom, the freedom to choose to take alcohol or leave it. And this is also what gave me the freedom to create an epic life, the freedom to embrace all of life. Tune in to the rest of this episode to find out the beliefs that you really are, what you really have, what they are, how they're formed, and why we so desperately hold on to them. So really think about this. What are your beliefs about yourself and your values, about what you should say and do, about the world, spiritually, money, and contribution? What are the beliefs that you haven't actually questioned? What are the beliefs about yourself that you've accepted as true and you haven't really paused to question them? And so as you're listening, I want to invite you to dare yourself to question any of your beliefs that aren't serving you. And remember, at any time, we get to decide what we want to believe about our past, our present, and our future. Stay tuned for the rest of the episode. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm your host, Debbie Tauber, creator of the Exit Methodology, advocate for living your best and most intentional life, and alcohol freedom coach. This podcast is for you if you have big dreams and aspirations, but you begin to notice that just maybe your current drinking patterns are getting in the way. Inside the podcast, we'll dive into a modern day approach that can help you move away from shame and blame when it comes to what you're drinking and finally take the driver's seat of your life again. It's time to exit the drinking life. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. I truly do appreciate you allowing me to be with you today and be a part of your day and to be a part of this journey for you and to support you and to help you and to be a guide as you start to provide for yourself the freedom to take alcohol or leave it. And so today we're going to talk about our beliefs. My intent for today's episode is to help you discover the biggest issues with our belief systems, learn how beliefs are formed, and why we so desperately hold on to them. Also, with understanding that we can choose to believe anything we want, And of course, there will be an oxygen mask tactic to help you uncover what you believe. I have been hosting for, I would say, six weeks now, six, seven weeks now, weekly rooms over on Clubhouse. I hired myself 
a clubhouse coach, a moderator coach to help me, right? Because this was important to me. And I really wanted to be able to help people that were coming over and listening in audio form and coming into the rooms and so that they could have also conversations and ask questions that they would like to ask, right? And so it's a way in audio form that allows people to take what's being shared here into a deeper level too and ask me specific questions. And so I wanted to bring up some of the learnings and lessons here on the podcast because the more I coach... And the more I host these rooms, the more I am committed to grow, to teach others how to harness the power of their own beliefs. And so each of the rooms I host on a weekly basis, they're all around the power of our beliefs in some way. So let's get started off by understanding what a belief is. And so this one, this just describes it perfectly. And it comes from Abraham Hicks. And it's a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. Right? Let's really think about that. We have thoughts all the time. And a belief is simply something that we keep thinking. Right? And so what happens when you have a thought that you keep thinking? What happens when you've thought a thought so many times, you don't even recognize that it's a thought anymore? You literally just think it's real. You think it's just the world. You think it's just true. You don't actually recognize that it's a belief system. And belief systems are 100% optional. The more I study human behavior, and I also uncover and discover and learn what neuroscience is discovering every single day, the deeper my commitment is in my own life to pause and to think about my thinking, right? I know that pausing and thinking about my thinking is what's helping me feel all the feels as I focus on this year of doing epic things. I've also begun to bring in more and more awareness to watching my grandkids with wonder, letting myself pay attention to what they're saying, asking them questions from the space of curiosity to learn and hear how those thoughts are actually impacting them. And so it's really been igniting my curiosity around it and bringing me into the space of wonder. Wow, all along, because they're different ages, right? Their ages are from four to 10. And so all along, weaving in ways to help them think about their thinking. And so doing this is literally what I call one of my activities. I'm loving and getting to know more about my grandkids. So it's that, but it's also an activity to help me be a better coach and actually learn how to ask better, deeper questions. And so... I also do this, though, without going against what I know that their parents expect of them. So this isn't about me trying to change their mind about doing what their parents expect of them. This is literally me paying attention to their thoughts, helping them understand how thinking certain things are making and asking them, how how is that making you feel? And when you feel like that, what kind of things do you find yourself doing? That kind of thing. And so... Really understanding there is no restriction to what we are allowed to believe. No one can tell us what we can and cannot think. I think this is ultimately the biggest freedom we have because there's so many things that people can tell us what to do, right? But they can't tell us what will make it mean. They can't tell us how we will feel emotionally. That is totally 100% up to us. And it seems, I've seen this over and over again with 
with my clients, and then as I'm listening in deeper in the clubhouse rooms, where people feel like they should feel a certain way, or they should think a certain way, or they have to think a certain way, right? So it's about feeling a certain way, they have to think a certain way, they should behave in a certain way, right? And they have to do all these things in a certain way. And I really think that's the biggest difference between my toddler grandkids and then the older grandkids. The older ones are already exposed to more people who are telling them what to think and believe too. Where the toddlers are still in the you can think anything you want kind of mindset. You can they're in that make pretend and that believe world. And that they're really in that space of you can think and make anything mean whatever it is you want. Right. And so they're very much in the world of wonder and imagination. And the more I learn and understand how our thoughts impact our feelings and how our feelings impact our actions, and those actions are what create our results, the more I open up to igniting my curiosity and wonder. So I want you to really think about and picture a flight attendant that's doing the safety demonstration. So even if you haven't been on a plane, most people know what that looks like, right? They, and so most people know the specific parts of the demonstration looks like around the point where the flight attendant is, has her arms out, right? And she's pointing to both sides of the wall, like, right? About talking about the exits on both sides of them. But most people don't remember the part where we also point out the emergency lights down the center of the aircraft, just in case the power goes out. This is so you'll know where the exits are. And we also, which is another part most people don't remember, is that we also remind you to find the closest exit to you. We encourage you to look in front of you and behind you. And if you're busy only looking in front of you, or kind of turn your head to the side because you see us point our hands to the side, right? You just might miss the closest exit to you. Because you're busy looking forward or to the side, you might think that three rows in front of you is your closest exit, when in reality, there is an exit one row behind you. But because you didn't actually think to turn around and look, you missed that exit. And so I like to think about our thinking as paying attention to our closest exit. Instead, and that's a big part of why this name, I came up with the name and my methodology, right? And so instead of thinking, being of things being right and wrong, good or bad, yes or no, there's another option. Curiosity, noticing if the thought serves you or not. So think of that like, okay, as we're pointing out the exits to the right, to the right and the left, right? Think of this igniting curiosity as pointing out to where the exits are, the lights will light up and point. So the third option is the igniting the curiosity. So just to kind of give you like a visual, right? And so you get to think whatever you want to think about anything that happens or has happened to you in your life. You also get to think whatever you want about the future. This is how you'll be able to exit the drinking life. This is how you'll be able to create that freedom to take alcohol or leave it and to create things beyond your wildest dreams, right? And this is a big part of why this podcast is Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. And yes, it will be easier for you to think and believe things that you've always thought and believed. That's going to be your default. 
right? And so your brain is doing what brains do. You've thought it over and over and over again. It's turned into automatic belief. And so that's going to be your default thinking to go to first, right? It's going to be easier for your brain to go to what it's already believed. There's this thing called cognitive dissonance. And it's when the brain wants to keep believing what it wants to keep on believing, even when there's evidence to the contrary. So many of you who are in this drinking, over-drinking, shame-regret cycle, it's this cognitive dissonance piece that's happening. It's your brain wants to keep on believing what you've already trained it about alcohol, even though you now have evidence to the contrary, on top of the fact that it's an addictive substance to the human brain, right? And so a big part of it is habits and habitual thinking and believing. And part of it is because the brain wants that dopamine hit that you've been training it and giving it to, right? I've been with clients who can't recognize the evidence because it doesn't go along with the belief system that they've had their whole life, even when the evidence is right there. And this isn't really just around alcohol, right? This is around all kinds of things. Because as adults, we don't actually pause to think about our thinking or to even think about these things that were taught to us as we were growing up. Because when we're growing up, just like I noticed with my grandkids, some of the things they don't really have a choice around, right? The consequences are going to be such that they won't like them. So I don't actually encourage them to like disagree with their parents. If I really think it's something horrible, I'll have my own conversation with the parents. I'm not out trying to teach my grandkids to go against their parents, right? And so really though, as adults, we don't actually, and part of that is so we're, it's our conditioning, right? And so the brain is remembering Oh, but questioning this has a bad consequence, right? But as an adult, we're the ones that are going to get to choose. So part of that is what can put us into that cognitive dissonance, right? And so we have to be willing to be wrong. But our brains, this is again with the brain thing, our brains are programmed to be right, to prove itself right, right? And that's how the brain is programmed for survival. And so this is its way of helping us survive. It's to turn those thoughts we keep thinking over and over again into beliefs and which makes them automatic for us. So there's this other quote that I want to bring up right about here, and it's from Tony Robbins. So understanding what a belief is, right, it's a thought that we think over and over again, and it forms into a belief, and this is our brain's way of helping this to become automatic for our survival and efficiency, right? And so our brain's doing what brains do. We're beautifully, perfectly normal, right? And so then this other quote, though, that Tony Robbins, it really helps depict what happens when we don't pause and think about our thinking and even have a willingness to be wrong about a belief. Beliefs have the power to create and the power to destroy. Human beings have the awesome ability to take any experience in their lives and create a meaning that disempowers them or one that can literally save their lives. Right? So we can think anything we want. My hunch is you're thinking, but I don't want to think something that's not true, right? And so for me, I was living a lot in that disempowering state with my beliefs. And it wasn't until I started doing all this work and having a coach and really six years ago, and that's why this is six years and I study it more and more and more and really do these rooms on Clubhouse around the power of our beliefs. It's because of its big impact on my life.
Are the ripple effects of your current relationship with alcohol taking more from your life than you'd like? What's your plan for getting the support you need to stop the negative impact? And more importantly, is the plan based around a modern day approach to behavior changes? My programs are based upon current research instead of concepts created in 1935. As your intentional living and alcohol freedom coach, I offer you modern day tools to help you transform your relationship with alcohol without labels, judgment, or making a forever decision. In my programs, you decide where, when, and how much alcohol fits into the life you want to live. Private coaching allows you the space and freedom to be your unique self while taking ownership of your choices. Ready to start the conversation around private coaching? Head over to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash breakthrough. That's jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash breakthrough, all as one word, breakthrough as one word, no spaces. And so here's one of those exit, leave everything moments. We're choosing to believe things that just might not be true all the time, okay? I could choose to believe, and I actually am choosing, that I will live through tomorrow. But who knows? I might not be right. I could be wrong, right? I have no idea. There's actually no guarantee. But I'm choosing to believe it anyway, and nobody can tell me that I can't. Some people, they'll believe that they'll die tomorrow, and they're allowed to believe that too. We can love whoever we want, no matter what. We don't have to justify it. We can like, you can like what you want and believe what you want about yourself. You can think you're fantastic, no matter what anybody else thinks. And by the way, back to this Tony Robbins quote too, right? You can also think you're horrible, no matter what anyone else thinks, right? And so I know I was doing that to myself a lot. And I hear it happen a lot with my clients that are choosing to do that one instead telling me things like, well, you don't want me to be delusional about myself, right? And you don't want to think, oh, I'm so great all the time about yourself, right? And so I used to believe these horrible things about myself too, right? And so this is, again, one of those exit, leave everything moments, right? What I was doing in that moment in time, I was fighting for and arguing for thinking those horrible things about myself all the time, right? Because I had this belief that, I didn't want to be delusional about myself either. But reality is, which one is more delusional? Who gets to decide? Right? So that's kind of like a, you know, eye-opener moment there. And you get to decide to make your past mean whatever you want it to mean. You get to decide your current life means whatever you want it to mean. You get to decide to make the future mean whatever you want it to mean too. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to provide evidence for it. Yes, your brain will want to do that, but you don't actually have to, right? And you get to decide what you're going to think all the time. I can't tell you what to think, really. And um, so really, I can't even tell you that I, for me though, I can tell you what I think for me, right? And that this is the most freeing thing and the most freeing I've ever felt in my life is because I get to think whatever it is I want to think. And I get to believe whatever it is I want to think. Right? And yes, there are horrible things that happen in your life. 
in a lot of people's lives. I've had a few in my own lives. And at the time when I was doing that disempowering stuff to myself, I was making it mean a lot of things that were bringing me down to feeling disempowered and feeling horrible things about myself and feeling that hopelessness I talked about. And so you don't have to make them mean something terrible. One of the things that has really helped me to change my belief system from bad things are not supposed to happen to bad things are supposed to happen. That's the reality, right? I'm, instead of fighting what is, because bad things happen. That's how I know, right? So I'm not fighting what is. That is what the world is actually like. That's the contrast that we have in the world. And be able to embrace all parts of my life and all parts of the things that are happening have created the most freedom. When I manage my mind and I decide what I think, I feel the most authority over my own life. I get to believe I'm in charge of my mind and what my mind thinks deliberately, right? I get to be in charge of how I feel, what I do, and the results I create in my life. Remember, a belief is a thought you just keep on thinking. It's something you have thought so often, you don't even realize you're thinking it. It's a really deep neuropathway in your brain. And how you see yourself is what you believe about yourself. You think you're just conveying facts about yourself, but you're really just conveying beliefs about yourself. How you see the world is what you believe about the world, and all of those beliefs are also optional. Most of our beliefs are such a part of us, we don't even recognize that they're all just thoughts, and they're all just sentences in our mind. A belief is a thought that we have without question. So there are many of our thoughts, we haven't even thought to question them, right? And we don't recognize them as thoughts, so we don't even question them. And this is where, when I'm in it, right, and splashing around, this is where my coach helps me too, right? Because she understands this concept too, and she's doing this for herself too. And so your beliefs will determine your ongoing and consistent results. So decide what you really want them to be. Think about your beliefs by how they make you feel, how they make you behave, the results that they show up in your life, right? And so today, tiny habit, oxygen mask tactic, and it's a set of tiny habits to help you with this. I want you to really think about what are your beliefs about yourself and your value. And the tiny habits formula involves finding an anchor moment in your life that you are already doing every day, right? And adding a new habit after it. So today's oxygen mass tactic recipes will actually be questions for you to answer. And so I'm going to give you some ideas of some spots where you can put them after. But if you have one that you feel like asking yourself a question after would fit better, just try it out and practice with it. This is where the part of the exit comes in, right? Experimenting and Xing out and trying something else and trusting, being curious, and then trusting yourself to figure it out. So here are the three ideas of tiny habits. There are these starter steps that are going to allow you to dive a little bit deeper into this belief process. So the first one is, after I park my car in the parking lot at work, I will open my voice memo app and record one belief I have around what I think I'm supposed to, quote unquote, say and do. Then 
I'll say yes to me for finding out. And so that yes to me with a smile is really like your little instant celebration. And that's going to help your brain hit the reward center and help it remember this. The next one is after I park my car in my spot at home after work, I will open my voice memo app and record one belief I have around the world. Right? And then I will say, yes to me, I'm exposing my thoughts to myself. The next one is, after I sit down to drink my coffee or tea in the morning, I will open my notes app and record one belief I have about money, and then I will smile. And these tiny habit recipes, they're literally starter steps that will allow you to begin understanding what I'm sharing here in this episode. And I really invite you to save this one and come back and listen because it's new stuff, different stuff. This is also why I do the rooms on Clubhouse is our beliefs are taught to us from our parents, by our friends, by groups we belong to, by what we're exposed to on TV and social media, by stories brought down through our families, by religion, right? And so there's all kinds of stuff. And so when you can open yourself up, and I do it for myself too, right? Awareness of thought work. I started questioning all of my beliefs. It was and is the questioning of my beliefs that led me to living the life I'm living now, savoring it all, loving my flaws myself, and opening myself up to building my own business in my 60s. And a big part of my drinking, when I was actively drinking, it really was because I was believing all these things about myself and about my life that led me to really behave like the judge, jury, and executioner of my own self. Remember the Tony Robbins quote, the beliefs have the power to create and the power to destroy. Human beings have the awesome ability to take any experience of their lives and create a meaning that disempowers them or one that can literally save their lives. And so I was, while I was doing all this actively drinking, I was taking the experiences of my life and turning them into disempowering meanings, which led me to drink more and more. It was the changing of those stories in my head that saved my life. And so this is why I really want you to try on these tiny habits and why I'm sharing this topic with you, right? And so your oxygen mask tactic really is the tiny habits recipes, and they will help you start to uncover what you believe. And then if you want to take it a little bit deeper, right? and a little bit deeper level when you're coming up with these beliefs, then literally let yourself utilize the exit philosophy where you're going to explore the results in your life and ignite curiosity around the beliefs that what they're creating, right? And then you can experiment with Xing out the ones that, that are creating feelings, actions, and results you don't like. You can examine the belief systems that support the life that you currently have. By all means, keep them, right? And then the way you'll know is how you feel about yourself and about your life and the people in it are all based upon your belief system, right? And so this is how you'll be able to know and understand what's going on for you, right? And so the last, one of the other things I want to leave you with in the behavior science world, there's this principle called self-signaling. And Professor Dan Airely at Duke University, he explains it like this. People behave in ways that reinforce the type of person they believe themselves to be, even if no one is watching. Right? And so think about that and this self-signaling process and how that might be impacting you 
staying in this cycle, right? If you're believing and owning the label of a drinker or someone who drinks or someone who drinks wine, someone who drinks whatever your alcohol beverage of his choice, you're going to be behaving this way even when no one's watching. It's like that. It's part of what they've discovered in human behavior science. So that's why this work works of figuring out what your beliefs are and realizing you don't have to keep them and changing them, right? And so that's really, so you get to choose, you can choose to believe something different. You can choose to create a new belief in your life. And you can choose to question any belief that isn't serving you. So if you want to talk back and forth on this, I do on Wednesdays, rooms on Clubhouse, around the power of our beliefs. Just search out my name, Debbie, I spell it D-E-B-I, Talbert. There'll also be a link in the show notes right here on the app. Just scroll down wherever you're listening to this episode on your app. And there'll be a link there to my Clubhouse profile. Have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I hope this episode has helped you move away from drinking shame and blame and instead into confidence and full belief that the life you desire is within your reach. You are not alone. I have been exactly where you are right now. If you have enjoyed this episode, please take a second to hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And leave a review to help me reach more listeners just like you looking to break away from the toxic cycle of drinking and discover a healthier approach that leads to a life full of abundance and happiness. If you want to take what you've learned here to the next level, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com for more resources and tools. See you back here on the next episode.